Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, internet world. Welcome to Auto Merge Talk, a podcast we put together to talk about automotive stuff. We work for a company named Car Data. We take pictures and videos of cars at dealerships. So if you're looking for a full-time photographer on your lot, Car Data can help. As usual, I have Edwin Gomez with me today. How are we doing, guys? We have a few articles for you guys to go through, and uh, we're going to start right off. So, first of all, how's everything? Everything's good. about yourself? Everything's good. Everything's good. Can't complain. Dialing into all these stories out there. Um, Ferrari is expanding its uh, plug-in hybrid offerings. Nice. They're actually going to have a 296 GTS uh, Targa version of the mid-engine 296 GTB coupe. That nice. was launched in 2021. Sorry. Cool. Ran out of breath there, guys. <laughs> this is a rear-wheel drive two-seat. <clears throat> it has 819 horsepower V6 powertrain. Wait, I thought this was electric. Oh, it's hybrid. It's hybrid. It's, a V6 it's hybrid, hybrid, yeah, so it's both. Wow. It's got a turbocharged V6 engine with a maximum output of 650 horsepower. 600. Coupled with a 122 kilowatt electric motor that can produce 165 horsepower. So this two combines gives it 819 horsepower. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's it's nice. It's going to be on sale for $290,000. $290,000 US. Yep. Expensive. That is pretty well, but again, it's a Ferrari. You're paying, you're that's, Ferrari that's, yeah, paying. that's like a toy. I mean, if I had the money, it'd be nice to have a. Right. Can you imagine the gas this thing burns by itself? I can imagine. So having a hybrid vehicle, right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Pretty cool. They have two packages with with that 296 GTS. There's a regular one, and then there's one that includes lightweight features, aerodynamic features. That's right. probably more for. Okay. And they're also coming out with an SUV, the Purosang. Yeah, I'm glad you said it because yeah, I wasn't going to be it. able to pronounce it. Purosange, Purosange. I'm Pur curious to see how that's going to look like. That's going to be a good-looking SUV. Really interesting SUV. It's coming out soon. Ferrari doesn't have an SUV now. No, no, no Lamborghini. Lamborghini has one. has one. You know what? That's why I stood quiet for a minute because I was going to say, but they already have one. But wow. Okay. Right. There you have it for this one. Look out for that, guys. Renault. Renault is a French uh, car brand. Um, it's temporarily halted production of the Megan E-Tech. It's an electric car. And it's factory in northern France because of shortage of parts and COVID-19 lockdown from China. You really China affected them in France from the lockdown? It did. And we're actually going to go over another article okay. of someone else that was being right. affected by the lockdown in China. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So imagine that plus the semiconductor thing right. that's still going on, the chip shortage. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these people, they're not really struggling to get the cars done. They're right. struggling to finish them because right. they're waiting for these. But the, even this brand, the, the Renault brand, they're they're transforming their their combustion engine factories to electric factories to electric to create, factories to create, to create more right. electric vehicles. So everybody's really doing it, man. Yeah. Oh, look, and it said, like I said, the lockdowns are on top of the continuing shortage of microchips, which is a really already cut 1.5 million. Right. We said that in the last podcast. The wow. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So that's that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because now they wow. just got one more thing to worry about. We'll be all right. We're getting there. We're getting there, guys. Yeah. Slowly but surely. 
So this is this is not really car related or vehicle related, but it's Elon Musk and we're right. always talking about Tesla and stuff and whatever. So this is interesting to me. Did you see that he was he offered to buy Twitter this week? Yeah, I saw this that. Week. It's almost like he was mad that <laughs> he called a couple of people out. He did. He was like, do you think Twitter is still this good? Because he put something like Justin Bieber only posted once in the last whatever. Right. I don't remember exactly the numbers, but right. he was calling like stars out. Like, is Twitter losing it? Because look, this person hasn't used it for this long. That right. person hasn't. Wow. But the interesting is he wanted to, he wants to pay $54 a share. That's more than what it's worth, right? When I was looking at it, I think it was worth in the 40s. Okay. But Twitter, they, 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 first of all, we don't even know if that's possible. Right. We don't even know if he's even able to buy it. Right. He actually said that in a, in a, during a talk show that he was on, on TED 2022, I've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. But he actually said he wasn't interested in acquiring Twitter to make money. Right. He likes it because he feels it's like town square where people can get their opinions out. Right. People can communicate with each other right. and stuff like that. And he's just upset that it's been dying lately or it's being used the wrong way. Right. So just wanted to add that in there, guys. Yeah. If you heard about Musk buying Twitter, it's probably not even going to happen. It's, it's going to be blocked. I'm pretty sure it's going to be blocked because that's some sort of monopoly. He's going to be... Even with what he offered, he will own 9.1 shares when he'll be the majority holder. Right. And then the, another thing that they were talking about was they might not want to give him a seat in the board of directors. And, wow. Wow. And as a sh majority shareholder, you need to have it. Right. But anyway, guys, we just wanted to slip that in there real quick. Yep. It's Elon Musk. Just, yeah. Elon Musk. Moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. Now we're jumping into Audi. Audi's Urban Sphere concept has a mega city in mind. It's a new car that came out with new electric car that came out with with Chinese population in mind. Um, they want to build a large interior space, larger than what, what Audi has right now, with lounge attributes and luxury touches that make it a living room on wheels. A Should it be like a van? It's, it's, it's pretty much a van, kind of. It doesn't look like a van. I know it says an SUV. SUV. Yeah, it's it says SUV. SUV. But um. It's pretty cool. Like if you go to autonomous driving, the steering wheel disappears and the pedals disappear. Oh wow! The chairs rotate, the seats rotate left and right. So they're probably captain's chairs. Right. Yeah, that's that's. Oh wow! So I'll, I'll put some pictures up of that car. It's pretty cool. I saw it. It was pretty nice. Le level four, um, autonomous vehicle driving. That's higher than level yeah. three. Yeah, that's the one where he's literally, literally driving itself. Drive itself. Yeah. But this is just a concept, right? Or, it's or is concept. it that it's just a concept? It? Okay, okay. But they had they had it built. I saw it's pretty nice, pretty cool. That is nice. Hopefully, we'll get into the. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd share that with that with you guys. So you guys yeah, that is it. interesting. That is interesting. So you so you could see is everybody's getting Everybody into electrified. This. Yeah, everything, everything. I, I can't wait till they start talking about like real trucks. Because we always had that question. Right. What are they going to do? What are these semi-drive, dude, semi-trucks? It's possible because they're big. Yeah, but it, they're going to have to stop a lot. Right. Or dual, dual batteries. Dual batteries, something. Uh, we're going to look into that and uh, we're, we're going to need to update yeah, that because that, be that is cool. interesting to see how. But with all this EV stuff, there's, there's still not one that's very affordable for people to buy, really, if you think about it. Affordable in, in the electric world, yes, starting at $47,000, $50,000 for a car. But someone that's average wants to yeah, get electric cars, not, yeah. they, they, they can't. 
Because you, you, you can't find them used right now. Not yet. Yeah, not yet because they're so brand new. And even I, used, they'll still be high. They will because the Teslas that are out there used right. still priced nicely. Wow. So I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I just started thinking about it. It's a good thought. Good thought. Mercedes-Benz electrifies SUV lineup starting near the top. So the EQS SUV will arrive in the U.S. in the late 2022. Pricing is not disclosed. But the single motor EQS starts at about $105,000 in Germany. So just to give you a base of what it might cost. 105. It's a three-row utility vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect fit for people that like like the crossover looking type right. of stuff. That's gonna be it. But this is actually it's actually really nice. And uh, the high tech uh, it has a, a longer wheelbase. It's 126 inches. Right. Um, it's higher than a normal taller, sedan right? car. Okay. It's 7.8 inches higher, so it is an SUV. Okay. It's just like a, a, a bigger crossover. It's a single older, uh, single motor uh, rear engine. Okay. <clears throat> It delivers 355 horsepower, while the dual motor uh, pumps out 536. Wow. Oh. The battery delivers 373 miles in range. That's a lot. That That's how much That's how much it, it tested at. That's actually pretty good. That's really, really good. That's really good because everybody's like 250. Right. 250, 300. 250, 300. That's 373. Really wow. It's not bad at all. And the EQ can be charged with up to 200 kilowatt of fast charging station with direct current, recovering up to 80% of driving range in about 30 minutes. Wow. That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. And the interior is beautiful. This is from pillar right. to pillar, 56 inches, three right. screens. It's just right. like it's like a super duper right. cockpit. <laughs> I can imagine. Hundred and did we not speak about this in another podcast? I don't know why I feel like this sounds familiar. No, but there's a car that's familiar that that also okay. had the full screen. Yeah, that infotainment system. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're all going for that full for that full dash. Yeah, the yeah, and if it's like, oh man, can you imagine once they're electric, they're all electric, all automated. You just right. sit there and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Making us lazier and lazier. Well, I don't know. I could use that during traffic every once in a while, guys. Yeah, right about that. That way, I don't have to be upset. Right. I got road rage. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out with road rage. Oh, man. All right. Back to Tesla. Yep. <laughs> Tesla blasts California lawsuit charging rampant racism. Racism? Really? That's yes. So. Uh, Tesla faced a number of lawsuits over its treatment of black employees, including one that led to a 137 million jury verdict against the company. That's crazy. But how can you blame Tesla for that, though? Isn't it the people working there? Well, no, because unfortunately, that's how it is when it's a corporate thing. Just like us, if we say something wrong on here, right. are we going to get in trouble or is Carter David going to get in trouble? Right. Unfortunately, that's how it works. I get it. That's how it works. Because it's my company. I should be treating everybody the same right. everywhere. And in this point, we don't know. We really don't know what happened. But. This is actually the first time I hear of this. Really? Yeah. I thought I, I thought it was, it was a pretty interesting article to look at. It is. 
It, they, they, they allege that Tesla turned a blind eye of, for, uh, actually, wow. They turned a blind eye to years of complaints about racial slurs on the mm. assembly line and in the plant in California. Oh, wow. So now that is a little bit bigger because if it's actually years of complaints right. that have been actually documented, yeah. So. It's crazy that the, the racism is still, still going on. All these things. It happens everywhere in the world. Everywhere in the world. So, interesting about that. Yep. Tesla loses a lawsuit. <sighs> Here's another one for you guys. Toyota wins seven Canadian Black Book Best Residual Value Awards. So the Best Regi Residual Value Award goes to Toyota. Toyota wins from seven cars. They didn't, they didn't state which cars they were though. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that those are vehicles which are expected to hold the highest value of their original MSRP uh, 48 months after their original date of purchase. Okay. The awards are presented in 21 categories of cars, trucks, SUVs, and EVs. So like you said, they really didn't say, uh, this article doesn't say specifically which ones, but Toyota won seven. Look, and it's funny, it says Lexus won for the car, Alex. IS, the IS, the IS for right. Lexus, and the LS500 Lexus. For prestige cars. For prestige cars. For a car, the main is Toyota Camry. Oh, there it is. Sports car, the Toyota GR Supra. Wow. And the small pickup is Toyota, Toyota Tacoma. Tacoma. Yeah, the Tacoma has always been. Like I'm surprised the Supra, too, is a good residual value. You're right. You're right. As a sports car, I do not, I, I barely see this the super hot industry right yeah i don't see that many of them either uh, maybe they just did better in other countries and not probably here. or maybe different states yeah, yeah, yeah general motors and its brand also wants the following nice. full size chevrolet express those are the white vans sports car <laughs> chevrolet corvette i'm 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 shocked about that one um, well no because the corvette did really well when it when it came out really yeah when it came out they did good a lot of people that i see on the road actually we I, there was just one on the There's road there a lot now. on the road just now we were out there and there was one on the road really nice right. and shiny a corvette so that i could see the chevy express i could see because that's the regular white vans that everybody uses for right. work and stuff like that yeah the gmc terrain the gmc terrain i could also see that because it's an suv that's not too big and not too small they're right in the middle yeah and the pricing is right and then luxury it. the escalate is just because the escalate the escalate is a beast man yeah and it's just really good looking so and it holds value. Of course, yes. The Escalade has held value forever. Nice. Nice. Pretty cool. We need to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> For a podcast. I'm not going to say the best podcast, but... No, probably not the best just, podcast. Just podcast. Give me the podcast award. <laughs> For trying. Right. So there you have it, folks. Hopefully you like what you hear and see. If you do, please um, comment and subscribe. And for, with that, we'll catch you guys next time.